0: Welcome to the Homeschool Unlocked podcast, the show that helps parents see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. So forget fear. You can inspire. You can guide your child. Homeschool Unlocked. It's not school. It's life.
1: So my love, you mind if I kick off today?
0: Oh, I would love it.
1: So, I mean, I figure, you know, this is episode 12. We might as well have a conversation of what I really, really, really loved as a kid, right? So, you know, school has begun uh, and my thoughts are all, you know, running forward. And this isn't a thought that i normally had on the first day of school but it was definitely a thought i had every second day of school my entire life. You know what that is?
0: Was it getting all your books and covering them with the brown paper bags and then decorating them with stickers cuz i love that.
1: That was that was a that was a close third or fourth. What are the thoughts?
0: See, i let's see. I'm going to have to go with who you would get to walk home with and what you guys would play after school?
1: That would be uh, an absolute no on my part. Because, you know, walking home was a pretty dangerous where I was at. So I, t- I tend to ride a car. But no, that was not it. But going in the right direction. Uh,
0: okay. Was it <laughs> waiting for your school projects? Like what projects you'd have to work on?
1: Nope. It had nothing to do with school projects.
0: <laughs> you are now <laughs> ice then.
1: cold. Well, listen. <laughs> on the first day, I got my fresh clothes on. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to see who I'm ready to see. But by day two... I'm looking forward to summer. When's <laughs> summer coming back? And so that's going to be this episode. Episode 12 is going to be about summer. What we're going to be doing in the summer.
0: I'm, I, I love you. I love you. I, it's I, so I, funny. I mean, I, school, it's like, what are we going to learn this year? I want to get good grades. Nope. Okay.
1: Nope, nope. Yeah. But so, I mean, I was one where all my summers were filled with a combination of going back to school, right? Uh, summer school was almost like semi-mandated. At my, my particular time of going to summer school, so it was always a combination of actually learning and going to school and getting ready and doing all that. But it was definitely, definitely a lot more relaxed.
0: I, I never went to summer school. I, thought, I don't. I never went listen, to summer school. Listen,
1: audience, <laughs> homeschool <laughs> unlockers, check it out. My mom would look at me in the face and say to me, "There's no way you're gonna stay home for eight hours while I go to work." You're going to go to school, son. And that was expected. I went to summer school every single year from pre-K to 12th grade.
0: That's a totally different experience. But now both of us are enjoying this new experience together, which is we're parents. And now what are we looking at our kids and saying to them?
1: Our first step in terms of planning for summer right? I mean, it's beautiful. We just celebrated Easter. Spring break is behind us. The only thing that's in front of us is maybe some graduations for some kids, especially if we're hitting some major milestones. But right now would be a beautiful pocket, a beautiful pocket of time to plan for the summer. But before we start going into summer, let me just introduce myself. My name is Jesus Aviles.
0: I'm Monica. And so we're going to be talking about summer. Now, your feelings as a parent might be very different when it comes to summer, but they don't have to be. So how do you as a parent? look at the summer and feel excited, we have some ideas and we're gonna share them with you today. If you are looking at the summer and you've never homeschooled, but you are gonna spend more time with your children this summer, we suggest setting some goals. So when you're looking at your summer and the time that you have, what do you want your kids to accomplish over the summer? Do you want them to learn a new skill or maybe explore uh, a new place together? Um, Is it just, hey, they've worked hard and I want to help them have fun times with their friends. Like they need a good, healthy break. Write down some goals. It sometimes works that you're going to be able to sit down and write down goals. And other times you have to keep an ongoing list. So maybe on your phone, think through the summer, what does this time, the way that it's structured differently, allow you to do?
1: If anyone's ever seen my big fat Greek wedding, right? There's like a great scene there where the dad is all flustered and he's saying he's not going to do something. And the mom kind of comes along and says, listen, he's the head, but I am the neck. I don't know if anyone remembers that. This is what goals are. These goals are the neck. Because when we talk about item number two... And it talks about getting input from others. Um, you setting goals kind of gives direction to the, all the conversation that we're about to have. So yeah, set those goals. I recommend somewhere between three to five. One of those goals definitely being a, a bigger family goal. If there's specific kids that probably need something you know, specific, uh, maybe a specific goal for them. It could be tied to an experience. It could be tied to a skill. It could be tied to just building some character, some value. It could be whatever it may be, but... Three to five goals, step number one, right? You are the neck. That leads into step number two. Man, we got to get some input from these kids. I- I'll tell you one thing as a kid, I never liked being told to do anything. But golly, you know, when I'm working with adults that kind of uh lead me to believe that I participated in this planning process, all of a sudden it becomes my plan. And so definitely there was a lot more buy-in, Monica. You got anything to say about getting kids input?
0: It's totally fine for them to say they want, video game time and they want to be at the pool all day, like get their input. Now you as a parent are going into it knowing already that you have certain goals that you as an adult understand are good for them. It's a great time to try something new and to start laying or strengthening, firming up a foundation that you have, right? Because in this homeschool experience, whether you are homeschooling for a few months or for many years, the reality is you're helping shape your child and that just takes time, right? You're trying to build a worthy habit in them, the right mindset, whatever it might be, right? You're trying to cultivate these things. It takes time. You know as a parent, hey, they're just too focused on their own things. I want my older kids to be more helpful with their younger siblings. So you go into it with that goal, but you're taking their input in. You're receiving their input. You're asking them, you know, what activities they would like. Where do they want to visit? What are their interests? Maybe what their friends are up to. Let them just talk to you. Let them have fun with it. Don't worry.
1: And if I can go back just a half a step, when we said step one, set your goal, and then step two, get some input from your kids. Listen, those goals don't need to be achieved. At the end of summer, we need to have long range vision. So for example, if if one of the goals like Monica had said, hey, listen, I need these or this kid to get along better with this other kid. Well, listen, in the summer, it's just a beautiful opportunity and a time to try that, right? I mean, obviously you're gonna have your whole life in that particular case, but you know, another possible goal, right? Let's just say you're in a scenario where you have a middle schooler graduating into high school. You have a high school graduating out of the family you know, education system. You have a kindergartner that's coming up Right? So all of a sudden, you, these are new dynamics. These are new players or players that were there. And you got to look at this dynamic just a little bit. You know, what? what is our family? You know, what... Can it look like, and you don't want to discover this in August and September of next school year, what does it look like for my kindergartner to now be learning and participating in activities with us? Just got to think through that. So your goals can't be short in terms of achievable by the end of summer. They can be long term, like, hey, listen, by this time next year, right? But the summer's a great time to to start. And going back to part number two, getting the kids input, you're absolutely right. You know, if we had a kid that wanted to learn how to swim, I'm going to tell you what, we're going to dive into Seas, we're going to dive into you know lakes, we're going to dive into the differences of springs, we're going to go into anything and everything tied to water, maybe even the water cycle. Right? I mean, I mean, they're focused, they're thinking the pool and the beach and the spring and the lake. And I'm thinking, okay, they're going to learn about water. That's all I heard in that process. And so, those are those two things.
0: Let's say the child that you have that wants to learn how to swim is maybe four or five years old, and they have a younger sibling. How are you going to work in this idea of helping your older children help the younger ones? He just wants to learn how to swim. How do you marry those two things together? Get creative, right? You can say to yourself, hmm, I'm going to take him to lessons, but I still want him to be mindful of his younger sibling. So maybe you help your older child pack the diaper bag. Capitalize on the fact that You're taking him somewhere that he wants to go for swimming lessons or different water experiences, whatever it is. Help him to help you with the younger sibling by, you know what, I need your help packing the bag. I need your help making the lunch. Whatever it is, you're now taking this goal that you had of helping your older children to be more mindful of the younger ones and you're marrying that with a desire that they have, something that they want to achieve and enjoy the summer. So you're gonna make a schedule. Number three, make a schedule. So the thing about summer, you have certain freedoms that you don't have during the school year. So your Mondays don't necessarily have to look like your Tuesdays and Wednesdays where during the school year, things kind of look the same during the work week. Your Mondays could be one way, your Tuesdays and Wednesdays could be another, and then your Thursdays and Fridays could be a completely different way. You look at the things that you have, your goals, You look at the input that you have from your kids and you figure out a way to make all these things come together. And and
1: let me just add, listen, don't buy into the lie that structure is bad. Don't don't buy into the lie that, you know what, summer is best free, because I'm going to tell you what freedom creates. I mean, without any checks and without any structure to it, complete chaos. People having different agendas, waking up at different times, having different thoughts of what the day is going to look like. That can get miserable real quick. Make a schedule. When I tell you the number one thing kids need is structure. They don't need time, right? I mean, I mean as a person who's done assessments uh, on kids with all kinds of disabilities, one of the first accommodations that always tend to get thrown out there is give them more time. Give them more time for what? I mean, the more time you give them, the more compounding the work becomes. The more anxious they become. The sadder they get, the angrier they get. So, no, no more time. Structure. They need order and sequence. Some kids pick it up very easily, some do not. As you walk through this process, you set a goal, you get their input, and you come down with a schedule. You are teaching a child how to do that skill. You walk them through it. Okay, step three. Hey, we got the goals. We got to this. Let's sit down. Let's see what the schedule looks like. Even develop the schedule with them. Again, everything's a teaching moment.
0: No, that's absolutely true, honey. Keep in mind that there is structure, right? But that structure can be super different than it is during the school year. So let's say they really want to be able to stay up a little later. Well, schedule that in. Okay, guys, you're not going to stay up late every night, but instead of only being able to stay up late on one night, let's put in a couple extra nights where you can stay up later. And here's what the morning's going to look like, right? So you're setting the expectations. You're letting them know also during the summer break, some things that are non-negotiable. These are certain events that we are committing to but at the same time you're going to work in those activities and you're going to work in what they would also like to have happen
1: yeah so the next thing you got to do is okay once that schedule is down we need to begin some research on activities and events right and so if we we have a general idea of what we want to do we got the input we got the goals now we gotta you know jump into this internet thing and start to look at hey what events do we have all the way around um, once you start deciding on what some of these events are, this is where master schedule development and budgets go hand in hand, right? You don't want to lay out a big master schedule, right? Uh, a big list of activities and events that you want to do and a budget, not go alongside with that. And so, again, we're talking about skills we're teaching our kids, right? We're teaching them order. We're teaching them sequence. We're teaching them, okay, for everything that one person says they want to do is their funding for that thing, right? Um, and so that's, that's step Four, research your events and your activities, and that goes simultaneously with number five, which is create your budget.
0: And we can also use this time not only to create a budget, but then to create. Let's say there's an activity your children want to do, but the finances are not there. Well, use this time during the summer to help teach them how they can actually create something so that they can enjoy these activities, whether it be a lemonade stand, whether it be mowing the lawn for, you know, that some neighbors, whatever it is, that's another learning experience, right? You want, you need to create a budget, but that doesn't mean that you have to be limited by what you have right now. It's a time to bust through those, you know, to kind of bust. Bust it up bust through those things and think of ways that, you know what, I want you to think of ways to create. And in that, you're going to be able to teach other skills, enjoy new activities and experiences with your kids that sometimes during the school year are really difficult.
1: So now we got things down on paper. It's time to literally prepare for travel. Super important right i mean if you could imagine you'd degenerate a culture at your home where hey guys it's summer planning day where hey the goals are laid out. The input is received. The schedules are made. There's research on the activities and the events. There's the budget created. Hey, now it's prep time. Now we got to go to X Y Z store and and get this right because we need jumpers because we're going to the pool because not everybody, uh, you know, can swim. So you got to literally prepare for this travel. And I recommend you do that with your children. I don't think you should come up with a schedule and then miraculously your child wakes up in the morning and it's like all there. Ready for a trip, right? We're trying to remove and move away from a consumer mentality in terms of let's take responsibility. Let's take ownership. We agreed to this plan. Let's go get this stuff. And this last one, step number seven, my queen, what's step number seven?
0: It reminds me of Aesop's fable between the, I think it was the oak and the reed. And we want to be the reed in this case. We want to stay flexible. That means that although we have these plans, we're working into our kids understanding that We must be flexible. Right, we are going to make plans, and we're going to have a plan B. Um, We're going to be ready to adapt. That means also for you as a parent. Let's say you want them to be reading. Well, you need to be flexible, right? Maybe it's not going to be the kind of reading that they would do during the school year. Maybe they're going to read about the places that you want to visit, or how to start a little, uh, you know, side business to create that money that they want for whatever activity they're looking forward to. So you're going to stay flexible, not only with the schedule but also with how you approach learning and experiencing this summer with your children.
1: I was a big fan of a big fan of boxing. Now, the reason why I bring this up is cuz you know, I'm not going to name the boxer, but the boxer kind of just said something that really resonated with me. And he said, "Everyone has a plan until you punch him in the face." Now, I share that with you only because that stay flexible piece is that You come in, you have a plan, there's a sequence, there's an order, there's intention, it's on paper, it's material, and something gets in the way. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. By the Lord's grace and power, we're going to still get things done. When that little barrier or little hiccup happens, I just want to encourage all of you, stay flexible, love the Lord and all that you do, and there will be great joy and peace in what comes this entire summer.
0: That's right. Make sure to share this episode with somebody that you care about so that they can set goals, so that they can get input from their kids, make a schedule, research, create a budget, make a budget, make money for that budget, prepare for travel, and stay flexible. Enjoy this process.
1: Peace. A lot of love to you guys.
0: Thank you for spending time with us today. Check out our link below and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that we helped you by unlocking a new way of seeing homeschooling. Who else needs to hear this? Only you know. So take action and share it. Because remember, homeschool unlocked. It's not school. It's life.